world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince Taglivia. I'm here with my partner in truth, Andrea, as always. And this is a little show where we bring you the news and events of the morning. And we have a conversation about the state of the world, what is going on, everything from U.S. news to finance news, world news, World War III, all these things that are happening politics social issues everything and uh we uh hopefully bring new ideas and information to you all to uh think about and share with your people close to you in your lives to try to make the world a better place and uh make ourselves better people so welcome everybody it's a beautiful day here in the uh compromised United States of America. It is July 27th, 1984. And we're here. You're here. So let's get it. Let's get going. And of course, Andrea, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. I am well. I slept in a little bit this morning, which obviously mm-hmm. my body needed. So Complaints there. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, I guess, <laughs> even though I don't have a tail. Because I'm not a furry and I don't... <laughs> like that <laughs> oh lordy good <laughs> right <laughs> all right looks like everything is a go over there on the streams all right good day well that's cool that you slept in i mean nothing wrong with that i know i should i should have got up and went on my walk this morning but um i didn't well hey 
slept through things, so right. it happens, as long as, right? As long as you got your coffee. I do. I have my coffee. Okay. So, and tomorrow is a better tomorrow is a new day anyway, so I'll just try again tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Just on a path of creating a new life and uh, making some different choices and stuff, getting things in order, and it's time to put 2020 and all of that garbage behind us. So. Oh, okay. man. <laughs> I gained way too much weight during that whole time. I It was terrible. I know everybody did, right? Yeah, pretty but much. But I'm I mean, like, I, I get tired of looking at myself in the mirror and being unhappy with the way I look and the way I feel, and I'm like, it's time to make change, and there's no reason why I can't do this. I'm young and healthy, even though I am overweight, and I'm capable. You could do it. Yeah, do I'm, it. I'm right there with you, man, <laughs> always. Always trying to do good and kick myself in the rear and kickstart some action in exactly. all areas. Yesterday I got to eat some fresh veggies out of my garden. Oh yeah, okay, that's well, right. Just lettuce. But um, made a salad. I was really impressed. My, my, my lettuce was really good. It wasn't bitter. It was nice and sweet. I was like, yay, I grew it myself. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I've never had much success with lettuce before, I'll be honest. Lettuce is one of those things that I grow it, and it, for whatever reason, it's always really bitter. Hmm. So I've know. never had luck with lettuce. Other things I've been really good at growing, not lettuce. So I was pretty impressed. We'll see if I can keep it up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let us know as you uh, harvest over there. And if you guys want to share your gardens with us or news stories or poetry or anything you can join the social red pill our private social network for free socialredpill.com you could also get a monthly subscription to support decentralized news and media however that's not 100 percent necessary if you have the means and you'd like to please do it does help us it's uh, one of the main means we have of continuing this little operation the red pill project decentralized news and media so we do appreciate it but if you just want to hang out, say hi to Josh, say hi to us, share everything with the Red Pill family, whatever you want, uh, please join the Social Red Pill at socialredpill.com. We'd love to see you there. And thanks to everybody who's joined over the, you know, over the years. Uh, very happy to see you there. Thank so, you. Um, wow. The world, man, is an absolutely Thank insane you. place. We're just forging into the future nonstop. And uh, it's backwards land. It's Wonderland. It's uh, what else do people call it? Um, clown world. Clown world. Yeah. Uh, Twilight Zone. Wonderland. Yeah, man. There are many different names, <laughs> but um, shit show. it's definitely yeah, it's definitely a shit show. <laughs> yeah, I just you know, there's times where I look back at all of this and I'm like. You know, you you, get, you kind of look at it and you're like, okay, you know, I've seen this coming, right? But you never actually thought it would get here. And then you're right. like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, fuck, we were right about everything. Right, yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> I, I don't know. It's just kind of weird to be living through something like this, you know, and um, fighting to save the country that we grew up in. But, yeah. And really, if you want my honest opinion... Growing, we always talk about how great it was growing up, right? And yes. the freedoms that we had, and that we just want the country back that we had. Mm -hmm. I don't want the country back that I had growing up because the country that we had growing up was still just as messed up today. 
or yes, then as it is today. We right. just didn't see it. The stage, the stage was being set fifty the years stage ago. Was being, yeah, so the stage has been being set for a really long time, and I the what, the United States that I want the the I picture in my head um, is the one that has absolute freedom, where yeah. our freedoms really are free, and. I, I kind of I agree with that sentiment. I think that life could be so much more grand, even than it was in its ultimate glory in the right. back in the back in the I mean, day, as they say. I remember back in the eighties, my parents struggling to you know pay the electric bill and pay the taxes and stuff, yeah. and they went through the gas shortages in the seventies, and you know um, they went through the financial stuff in the eighties and. You know, it's like uh, we we struggled, and we shouldn't have, right? All of these systems that are corrupt today were in place back then as well, and they were just as corrupt back then. They just wasn't talked about. Nobody did anything about it, and so I want I want a United States that's better than that. That's what I want. I want a United States that I can leave to my child that isn't going to turn out for his children or grandchildren like it's turned out for us yeah okay i'm done rambling we could get to that point (laughs) that's the whole idea of um i think society continue to improve or anything right continuous improvement um this type of idea so yeah i agree man Holy mackerel! Have things gone? Yeah. Have things gone sideways though? Yeah, they have. It's going to take a lot to fix it. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Um, it's a huge um, task ahead of us, everybody. So uh, let's start with a little bit of finance here. We don't have much; just a couple things to touch on. Things are unfolding with uh, finance. We have a lot of uh, data coming out and whatnot. I think we're going to see big things happening at the end of this year, as Josh has mentioned. Um, So we're just kind of waiting and we're watching and keeping uh, just a close eye on it and uh, not spending too much time on it because you know what? We have a lot of other fun stuff to talk about, but we are going to just take a quick look. For those of you that are nerdy like me, I'm sure you do appreciate this segment brought to you by getgoldtoday.com, Kirk Elliott. Um, look at this markets today. We got the S&P 500 up 1.25%. We have the NASDAQ up 2.47%. Holy schmackerel. Um, gold is down to $1,715. Oh, wait, let's look at oil, 97.15. <laughs> Uh, silver, eighteen dollars fifty four cents. Bitcoin, twenty one thousand four hundred sixty two. <clears throat> All right, and the Fed's hard landing for the economy begins today. The Federal Reserve's latest interest rate announcement and everything else to watch for in the markets today. I think didn't they also come out with their seventy five basis points increase today as well? I, I didn't see that yet. Thought I saw it on zero hedge this morning. Mmm. By raising the rates another uh I don't know if they've announced it officially yet. Let me see. Uh I don't know, I don't know. But um 
Today's newsletter is by Brian Chung. Okay, uh, the Federal Reserve is trying to land a plane from the high skies of strong economic activity and elevated inflation. Okay, this is, okay, you know, fake news, so bear with me. Starting today, it is time, or maybe it has been time, for investors to buckle their seatbelts, stow away their tray tables, and return seats to the upright position, because the answers on whether this swoon becomes hard or soft land, a hard or soft landing for the economy are about to start rolling in. Fed Chairman Jerome, Jer- Jerome Powell, our proverbial economic pilot, has already begun descent of the... Pl- I hate this article. Yeah. I hate it. Don't so basically, they're raising the rates by 0.75%. They're doing well, that today. I don't no, know I don't think that's that. official, though. Is it? Um, according to Zero Hedge, it says what the Fed says at Wednesday's meeting is going to matter much more than what they do. That, according to Bloomberg's Garfield Reynolds, will be the case even if Powell shocks us all by hiking less or more than the three-quarter point shift that's been think, solidly priced in. I don't think so they officially they, set on a number no, yet. they haven't. Okay. So that's that was their anticipation, was that it was going to be a 75 basis yeah, point. Yeah, everybody's kind of anticipating a 75 <clears throat> uh, point hike. But they have not, yeah, correct. They haven't set see. it in yet. Yeah, so they expect, yeah. They expect so them to raise it that high. We'll see, though. We saw the European banks go up one percent, and we know this is way more out of control than even a seven, even a one percent hike would fix. Yeah, right. Um, but interestingly enough, I wanted to point out this article that the Fed will cut rates next year, says Bank of America. <laughs> and here's what will happen. No, right. <laughs> They're like, we fixed it. Time to go back to normal. Time oh my gosh, it's so dumb. It doesn't work like that, people. Yeah, they're so crazy. Um, All eyes will be on the Federal Reserve on Wednesday. The central bank is widely expected to continue a fast pace of monetary tightening with another 75 basis point hike in borrowing cycles. We'll probably see that. Usually they don't disagree with what the general consensus or feeling is of the markets. Otherwise, they get bad reactions, right? And they don't want bad reactions. They want the economy to be bumped up. They want people to be like, I'm going to invest now. The Jerome Powell landed the plane. Yay! Oh um, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Strategists at Bank of America say traders need to recognize that this may mean less supply than forecast in the bond markets. Quote, our economies now expect the Fed to cut rates in September 2023 to fight a mild recession, says Megan Swiber and, and Mark Cabana. Rates and currency strategists of BOFA, Bank of America. And if the Fed does trim rates to stimulate demand, it is likely that quantitative tightening, where the central bank sells assets to drain liquidity, will also have to end. This is a disaster, you guys. Yeah, it's an unmitigated disaster. They're just talking. This is just a bunch of hot air. They might as well just... And they don't even know what they're they're talking about, because, you know, if this keeps going the way that it is, it's not going to be... They don't want people to know that we're in a recession... They don't want people to know that we're headed towards a depression. They don't want people to know that this is going to get worse. And they, because they want to keep people pumping money into a system that's broken and used up so they can steal more of your money. They're ridiculous. They're pretending like there's going to be a dollar next year this time. Right. (laughs) There may not be. Sorry to say it. Sorry for yelling, but there may not be. 
Holy mackerel, you guys. Um, last story we have here, interestingly enough, we talked about Nancy Pelosi and her insider trading habits or the Pelosi family. Um, either drunk. Both drunks have the habit of taking advantage of what they know, making these trades, a lot of times highly leveraged option trades with very high risk but very high reward. I'm talking just Millions. absolutely doubling, tripling, quadrupling your money overnight they make these trades it's insane and then just straight up stock purchases and whatnot they're very very good with their investments and somehow they always are just way ahead of the curve they're always Um, winning (laughs) but interestingly enough people are watching pelosi like a hawk and we saw she made a sketchy trade last week under uh her husband her drunkard husband and uh, she sold. She ended up uh, buying a bunch of NVIDIA shares right before um, a chips bill was passed. In this, and uh, she ended up selling all of her shares for a $341,000 loss. And this is likely due to trying to avoid conflict of interest with that bill because everybody was calling her out on it. And initially yeah. she made money. But very interesting, huh? Yeah, interesting. I think this is the first time she's lost anything. So, you know, it's. Yeah, right. This is her first negative trade in over a decade. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> you mean like a half a century? <laughs> Gosh, she is such a crook. She is. You know, she should be in jail and all of her wealth should be confiscated. Yeah, we, need to, we should send it to Ukraine. You, no, you know what we should do? Is we should take all of her wealth. And dump it into her freaking district to fix it. That's what we should do. We should we should uh, donate it all to rehab centers. Yeah, and, and you could probably give enough money to all of the homeless people in her district to buy them houses with the amount of wealth that she has. Seriously, probably she's so she has over a hundred million cash. Who knows how much money she's hiding? Right. Um, exactly. Uh, maybe not cash in the, in the bank net worth. So um, this segment is brought to you by getgoldtoday.com. Dr. Kirk Elliott is one of our good friends helping everybody, including us, invest in gold and silver, diversify our assets, um, secure ourselves in a better position according to um, what could be a strategic positioning of your wealth according to the professionals. Um they focus mainly in gold and silver, converting IRAs and 401ks, as well as just selling straight up bullion straight to your door if you prefer that. And uh, if you want to get in touch with them and get a free consultation, you could go to getgoldtoday.com and let them know that the Red Pill Project sent you. Uh, if you do business with Kirk Elliott, we'd love to hear the feedback. We've gotten a lot so far, and we appreciate everybody who's reaching out. So let us know how you enjoyed working with Dr. Kirk Elliott and his wonderful team. And, uh, Check it out at getgoldtoday.com. All right. So uh, we do also have the Battle of the Streams going on, you guys. Uh, We appreciate all the donations. We have Gump over here. (laughs) He donated five bucks over there on Rumble. Thank you so much, Gump. He says, I'm glad we don't have to deal with Josh or Jason in the mornings. (laughs) (laughs) That's 
messed up, but we appreciate <laughs> the donation. Oh, we love we love the Reed brothers over here. Come on, yes, we do. I wish we love them. You know, I. But wish... you know what? They are pretty. They, you know, Josh can get can find the doom and gloom pretty easily, and that's a lot to take in the morning. So. Oh yeah, imagine. You know. Yeah, he has but, fun. Um, we have fun, but we have fun with it, and we. You know, you know how much I love mornings we had we have we've had josh on the show in the morning and we could get josh on if we planned to if we uh if we We poked him and we could get him on time around a little bit though what we'd have to move the time around a little bit oh wait yeah no he has conflict his show overlaps with the dark to light show so yeah maybe it's not so possible right now but he has been on before and I would yes. love to get Jason on, but his schedule conflicts too. Jason's wonderful, by the way, you guys. Tomorrow, or actually, wait, tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow, Thursday, uh, we're planning on having Jason on the Daily Dose with myself. He's going to be co-hosting uh, the Daily Dose, so I'm super excited. That was confirmed Very yesterday. Cool. So shout out to Jay if you're watching. I can't wait. We miss you, brother. Yes, you missed. <laughs> Everybody so, asked about you. Of course, you Andrea, are you, we're, uh, I may be hosting the Daily Dose tonight. I'm kind of, Josh needs to test his connection and see how the how the campground is and whatnot. But um, are you joining me tonight? Do you want to join me tonight? Possibly? Tentative? Possibly. Yeah, just let me know what happens. If Josh isn't able to stream from the campground to get all that set up, then yeah, I can do that. And then uh, tomorrow please. you're welcome as well, if you'd like. We could just... Uh, yeah, I'll have to see what my schedule looks like and stuff like that. So. All right, let me know. No worries. I'm excited. So we'll keep the ball rolling with morning and evening news, you guys. And, yeah, thank you, Nate. He says, nice hat. We got the Nathaniel's Barbershop hat here. Um, yeah, those are nice hats. I love them. Um, Tom loves his, too. So It's my favorite hat. Yeah. yeah, I think it's one of Tom's favorite hats, too. He wears it all the time. Yeah, I was confused because uh, someone got me a... Uh, camo hat and i was like wearing it for a while and i was like wait a second is this somebody said something about that being pretty much it was like stolen valor because i wasn't in the military what i'm like what was it can i wear my camo shorts <laughs> <laughs> what about me i have camo shorts i want to wear them <laughs> is wearing, so let us like is wearing camo stolen valor i don't think it is and i'm not trying to look so. like i'm in the military i mean as long as you're not going down to like the you know uh army surplus store and buying you know patches metals. and putting it on your arm and medals and wearing them like they're yours <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, that seems to me like it would be stolen valor. But so I was getting self-conscious. There's a lot like, of <laughs> there's a lot of people that wear camo that were never yeah. in the military. Okay. Tom's Tom's hat that he got from Nate is camo and says Nathaniel's Barbershop on it. It's pretty cool looking. Okay. I like okay. It. Nice That's awesome, actually. Thank you, Nate. He has camo hats. Okay, I think we're good. I don't know. Yep, Tom people, has one. People tend to be a little bit crazy. The black is really nice though. I like the green the green accent under the bill. And Thanks. It's really, Nate did an awesome job designing those. Oh yeah, they're jacket. nice, man. Nice leather patch. Yeah. <laughs> Nate says he's wearing camo shorts right now. <laughs> nice. Alright. Alright, let's go. Move on? We have yeah, a lot of stuff and I'm going to try not to ramble today. So Hey, let's ramble away. <laughs> this is what we do. This is what we do. <laughs> We got some U.S. news. I pulled out a lot of the stuff <clears throat> Trump had said. Uh, but first, 
Well, I guess we're starting with Trump here. Do you want to take it away with the first uh, sure. tidbit of info here? It's interesting. Yeah, it's uh, breaking. Joe Biden's DOJ opens investigation into President Trump. <clears throat> the Biden Justice Department has opened an investigation into Trump's actions to overturn the 2020 election results. The Biden regime is jailing his political opponents, now investigating a former U.S. president. Meanwhile, the Republican Party is silent. According to the Washington Post, DOJ prosecutors are probing conversations with Trump, his lawyers, and others in his inner circle who sought to substitute Trump allies for certified electors from some states Joe Biden won. <clears throat> the Washington Post reported the Justice Department is investigating President Donald Trump's actions as part of its criminal probe of efforts to overturn the 2020 election results, according to four people familiar with the matter. And it goes on. Oh, and then it that. says People familiar with the matter. Familiar with the matter, I know. Anonymous sources that nobody knows and can't be verified or tracked. Um, says there are two principal tracks of the investigation that could ultimately lead to additional scrutiny of Trump. Two people familiar with the situation said there we go again. Also speaking on the condition of anonymity to discuss an ongoing investigation. Of course, anonymous sources. The first centers on seditious conspiracy and conspiracy to obstruct a government proceeding. The type of charges already filed against individuals who stormed the Capitol on January 6th and on two leaders of the far-right group, Stuart Rhodes and Henry Enrique Tario, who did not breach the Capitol but were allegedly involved in planning the day's events. The second involves potential fraud associated with the false electors scheme or with pressure Trump and his allies allegedly put on the Justice Department and others to falsely claim that the election was rigged and votes were fraudulently cast. This is such baloney. Yeah. So then, of course, Merrick Garland said he is opening open to prosecuting Trump for his role in January 6th. And... Um, Merrick Garland was asked by NBC's Lester Holt if indicting a former president would tear the country apart. Look, we just pursued justice without fear or favor. So if Donald Trump were to become a candidate for president again, that would not change your schedule or how you move forward or don't move forward. And then he says, I'll say again that we will hold accountable anyone who is criminally responsible for attempting to interfere with the transfer, legitimate lawful transfer of power from one administration to the next. It wasn't. So it wasn't at all. I, th I think, I don't know, and I haven't had a chance to really read a lot into it, but I think they're, they, they're trying to persecute Trump, right? Because he's the strongest political opposition who actually won the election, and they want to maintain power and uh, that they stole unlawfully. I think we could all see that's clear. Well, um, and there's a process that's put in place to allow what happened to happen. Right, he didn't break any laws apparently, <clears throat> but I don't think they could just do what they're trying to do um, lawfully. I think that they basically are strong army. Yeah, like Zelensky has uh, become a tyrant of his country. We're kind of following the path of arresting all the political opposition and getting rid of them, getting them out of the way, and it's scary because that's tyranny. That's um, fascist tyranny i don't know what do you want to call it that, that's exactly what it is you know yeah. and if we're not careful and this happens and nobody does anything to stop it then um you know we're in a lot of trouble yeah we're very food yeah so we wish the best for trump he did have a speech and said a lot of wonderful things i have a few clips that i wanted to share we've had so much news to cover 
we haven't covered Trump's words. Yeah. Holy mackerel. I don't know how so much stuff happens in a day. <laughs> right? But boy, did this make me happy. Just a crazy... Oh, sorry. Um, let me share. I want you to hear this. Just a crazy time. Never forget everything this corrupt establishment is doing to me is all about preserving their power and control over the American people. They want to damage you in any form, but they really want to damage me so I can no longer go back to work for you. And I don't think that's going to happen. Thank you. I don't think that's going to happen. So? No, I hope he's right. I hope so too. But we'll see. They're certainly going after him. Yeah, they are. I'm going to try to get through these. Posted up long before Nancy Pelosi wanted it. Or any of these people, including Fauci. I used to listen to Fauci, and whatever he said, I did the opposite. I came out very good. Posted up long before. Interesting that he's saying that, huh? Yeah, it is. Letting Fauci fall because, mm -hmm. and Fauci's getting away from things that he said. I guess the other day I saw that Fauci said he never said to lock down. He never said that we should lock down. He never said such yeah. a thing. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah, he did. And you know, the thing is, is that do these people really think that we're stupid enough to not have, have these things saved? And bring them up to remind people. Um, yeah, you did say this. Like they must think that the American people are really stupid. They do. You know, and you know what happens when you underestimate your enemy, you right? Get Which is basically what we are. You totally. get crushed. And we, I hope that we are on a track towards crushing them. Yeah, they need to be held accountable, and. Uh... People need to take their country back. Yeah. Yeah, Trump did make some very bold statements. Here's more. <clears throat> so I think, well, on the Fauci thing, I think the hammer could be coming down. Yeah. Which is why he's just, he's going back on what he always stood for, and Trump is kind of saying, I never was with him. I was polar opposite. I think yeah, the hammer's right. coming down and they're trying to legally set themselves up with their statements today for yeah. their defense tomorrow. I think you're probably right. And where there is a true and total breakdown of law and order, where citizens' most basic rights have been violated, then the federal government can and should send the National Guard to restore order and secure the peace without having to wait for the approval of some governor that thinks it's politically incorrect to call him in. This one I'm split on. Yeah, I you know, I do not like the idea of where the there are radical and racist prosecutors denying Sorry, citizens the full protection of the law. Okay, go ahead. 
Sorry. I don't like the idea of the federal government overriding a governor's wishes. Um, states are sovereign in their own right, and the federal government has no right to trample on. Um, now, we do have a system of checks and balances, and so if our republic actually worked like it was supposed to, the federal government's role is to make sure that these states are not trampling on their citizens' rights. And if they are, then this federal government steps in and says, look, you're trampling on your citizens' rights. We can't allow this to happen. You need to uphold the rule of law, right? And if the federal government is the one that's not upholding the rule of law, the states can say, stay out of our business. You're violating people's basic human rights or basic rights, constitutional rights. And we don't need your input in this. We're because we're here to protect our citizens and make sure that their rights are protected. That's the checks and balances that our country should have in place. The unfortunate part about it is, is that it isn't working like that right now. Yeah, I think something like the National Guard has um, the potential to be taken advantage of and utilized for bad things. Uh, I think we see that with our current situation. I think that it's highly corrupt, and I think that they're bought and i don't think that it's um i think that it uh, may not be kind of what it's supposed to be which is a militia for the people in the state i think that it is actually um bought by the feds i think that the federal government owns the actions of states national guards and that's just my opinion and how i see it i don't think that they're necessarily going to have everybody's best interest in mind and i think they could be weaponized against either either side of things right i think they could i really do they they could and you know a lot of it's going to depend on the state that you're in too um some states are going to fight harder to keep their national guard um, as far as yeah. you know if it ever gets to a point where they nationalize the national guard or federalize the national guard you know Which, how how is that going to work? Are the states going to allow that? that? No, I don't think they will either. But you know, I can guarantee you that states like Montana and Texas and places like that are going to um, really fight against that. I don't see how that could even happen. I don't think it would. But I I'm just an average Joe throwing my opinion out there. So let us know in the comments or in the live chats what you guys think. But that's just my gut reaction to that. Yeah, man. What else did he say? He also said that we need to get political correctness and left-wing race and gender theories out of our military so that America can once again fight and win wars. Couldn't agree more with that. He also said that we should be arresting and persecuting to the highest degree of basically um, death penalty for drug dealers in our country. Yeah, and he also said that it's a society that refuses to protect its children is a society that will soon not be able to protect anybody. Yeah, so just so true on so many levels across the board. Just He's just hitting the points home one after another, and he ends it with this. my beliefs, if I agreed to stay silent, if I stayed at home and just took it easy, the persecution of Donald Trump would stop immediately. It would stop. But that's not what I will do. I can't do that. A much simpler life. 
have to save our country. I have to save. If our I country. renounce my beliefs. Yeah. So. I tell you what, is a dude's got balls. <laughs> Big time. You know, I mean, he is going up against one of the most corrupt systems in the world. And he's yeah, taking the entire it on system pretty much, <laughs> yeah, by himself. Like he's got a few people to stand behind him, right? But there's not a lot. No. I mean, it, it's literally hopefully, a. Um, hopefully, there's more than we see. Right. It's literally a David and Goliath type scenario. The swamp is that Goliath, and and you know, not that I want to reference, you know compare Trump to King David, right? But it is kind of like that, you know, where um, Trump is definitely outnumbered as far as this fight goes. I mean, he's got the American people to stand behind him, but right now the American people are basically, you know, our, we're, our hands are tied with anything. Yeah, it's an interesting war. That's for sure. But, but uh, I tell you what, they're scared shitless of the people and of people like Donald Trump. Just look at them wail and cry and do all their counter moves. Um, they're scared shitless because they know they could be toppled easily. Yeah. They know, and they probably will be. Let's face it, there's a lot of people, uh, like average people like you and me, who are fed up. And we want our God-given rights back. Yeah. 100%. That's all I want. I just want to live my life and be left alone. And I'm not settling for anything less. At all. Not even close. Not even considering it. Not even anything. I don't I, care. You could give me all of, all of Nancy Pelosi's vodka or anything. I won't <laughs> Or her ice cream. Less. Yeah. Yeah. I, I refuse to live in a communist, socialist United States. I won't do it. Right. I'm either going to fight with everything I've got or I'm going to get the hell out of here. Yeah, that's not in the cards for me either. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I refuse to live under communism. I'm not going to do it. But hell no. So join us. <laughs> join us in rejecting communism. Or if I do have to live under communism, it's at least going to be in a country of my choosing somewhere tropical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At least I've picked it on purpose, right? Not just been. I mean, you know, I could. Whoops. It wouldn't be that hard for me to get over to Russia. You can't. Why? Oh, I looked into immigration laws for Russia. They open up like five hundred of them a year, and unless you plan on marrying a Russian woman, yeah, you're pretty much. And then you've got like a certain amount of time to be to get married. And you better be spending your honeymoon at the immigration office, like getting your shit together and becoming a Russian citizen because it's going to take you a while and there's lots of bureaucracy. But if you're married to a non-Russian, forget it. Chances of you becoming a Russian citizen are pretty much nil. But so. I could get there. You could get there. You could vacation there all you wanted to, but... No. Okay. I mean, unless you plan on marrying a Russian woman. Which you I mean, do. I mean, I, I could mean. literally get on a boat and sail to Russia. Well, you could. Yeah. But then you'd have to, you know. As like baby. a political, as like a political refugee. Not sure that they would take that. 
but you could try. Do you like, please let me in? You is this scary? <laughs> <laughs> they might, man. I'll, I'll help you get Alaska back. <laughs> I don't know. They might. I'm just, just kind of half kidding. I know. Yeah, go through Alaska, exactly. <laughs> so John says, Raider says that uh, he thinks that redheaded Russian women are the bomb. <laughs> All right, John. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. So Let's interestingly see, enough, do you guys all remember the... Uh, I'm just going to move on from that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, the, <laughs> the creepy, like, New York City... Uh, nuclear attack PSA that they put out. And yeah, like, that wasn't helpful at all. That wasn't helpful at all. Well, they're putting out another one. Now they're urging people to get their go bags ready. So... <laughs> at least this one makes more sense. They're literally perpetuating fear in people. Oh. And um, so down here, they... You know, every household member should have one, including kids. What will you yeah. pack? Non-perishable snacks, bottled water, copies of important documents. They're, you know, they're... The chances of a nuclear attack on New York are so small that there's absolutely no need for something like this at all. What they're trying to do, I think what they're trying to do, and this is just my opinion, is that they're trying to perpetuate a fear. They're trying to justify... All of this money that is going to Ukraine by making people afraid of Russia. Russia's going to attack us. You know, it's going to attack us, and they're going to drop a nuke on us. We've got to keep sending more money to Ukraine to take out the bad Russians. You know, Cold that's War. what they're. I think that's what they're doing. I think that's part I, of it. I also think I, it could be setting the narrative for a false flag attack in our major cities. It could. Um, cause there is, you know, I don't put anything past them. Like, could they, you know, perpetrate some kind of false flag event where they want you to believe that it came from somewhere else? Kind of like 9-11, right? Yes. You know, I mean, they did that. Look at how many thousands of people died in that during 9-11. And that was perpetrated by our own government. Yes. The so if family. you don't. If you don't think that they're capable of doing something like this, you know, who's to say that they, the, the United States doesn't nuke the United States, right? Mm-hmm. It's very possible, especially like, with how much... I mean, if they're, if they're going scorched earth on everything, I mean... I think they've already... I think they already have things in place. I think they've already made those threats, and I think that's part of how they got to where they are now. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. I, I agree with you that Russia most likely wouldn't hit New York City or the East Coast or any highly populated area um, with a nuke. And the reason why is it's just not a good military strategy. Uh, Right away, they'd be attacked with counterattacks, not just by the U.S., but probably many other countries, uh, almost, you know, within minutes. And... With that type of attack, they've made no forward progression. What they would do is they would attack military institutions, they'd attack nuclear silos, they'd attack uh, military assets and the Navy and these kinds of things. They would not go straight for the people.
people. No, they're not going to go for, yeah, exactly. It doesn't do them any good to attack civilians in a place like New York City. I mean, you're talking about there's no food production that happens there, you know, so you're not talking about taking out major mass swaths of farmland, you know, um, to knock out, or you're not talking about places where infrastructure is, you know, critical infrastructure. Um, Really, the only thing it does is kill civilians. Yeah, which and is, there's no reason for them to do that, especially like you said, when the um, counterattack part of that. Exactly, unless you wanted to scare the shit out of the entire population. Which why would they want to do that? Wouldn't they want to win the war? What does scaring the shit out of everybody have to do with winning their war? Uh, it doesn't. I guess it doesn't have anything to do with But I think that this is exactly what you're saying. They're trying to fucking fuck with everyone's head, and I think that there might be false flags on the horizon. I think with with everything that we're going through right now, you know, people that aren't thinking clearly and aren't well informed, you know, it, people when yeah, they do because you've got you've got COVID, you've got monkeypox, you've got uh, nuclear fallout from Russia yeah. um, being perpetrated. You've got mass shootings everywhere. You've got mm-hmm. food shortages, supply chain disruptions. All of these things that uninformed people are going to be like, their anxiety levels are going to be so high. And you've got the massive amounts of crime skyrocketing in New York. So you've got that on top of everything else. And it just perpetuates this level of fear in people. And when people are scared and not thinking clearly, they make stupid decisions. And that's what they do. They'll hand over their rights willingly. That's the problem. Exactly. That's what they want. They're just, oh, please keep me safe. Yeah, keep me safe. They're not going to keep us safe, you guys. We got to keep ourselves safe. We got to keep each other safe. Um, real quick, we got a cookie from the Grouch seventy nine. Good morning, DP. What is DP? Maybe I think it's supposed to be RP. R and D are pretty close together on the keyboard. You just looked at your keyboard, didn't you? Yeah, I'm like, where's the? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, um, the Graph seventy nine for the cookie. Jenica gifted a one month subscription to Grandma Revolt. Congratulations! Thank you, Jenica. Nice. Thank you. So yeah, this is interesting, um, but the go bag thing is important. Uh, I have one, and And not just for nuclear attack, but for any emergency, earthquakes, tornadoes, fire, anything. You should have a supply ready to go out the door uh, at all times, maybe even one in the car. Water, food, band-aids, first aid, all these kinds of things, Um, tools, okay? Yeah, you know, and it's and it's easy to you should have one in your vehicle. You know, my brother and I were hunting, and um, his truck broke down up in the woods, and we were stuck up there all night, and it was like November in Oregon in the forest. <laughs> and so it's cold and it's wet, and you know, it's one of those things that unexpected things can happen all the time, and it's just everyday normal stuff. You know, we were fortunate in the fact that. Um, he had managed to kill a few birds during the day, so and he had diesel in the back of his pickup, and so we took all of the wet wood that we gathered up, sprayed it with diesel, started a fire, and cooked our cooked our birds. So our diesel you know, birds. our yeah. diesel birds. Yeah, and let me tell you, 
when you're hungry, you don't care that your your meat tastes like diesel fumes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's important, man. Yeah. So just having, you know, those those items that can help you with survival um, in a pinch, because that's really all a go bag is. You know, make sure you've got dry matches in there. Make sure that you've got fire starter in there. Because not everybody carries around a 100-gallon, you know, fuel tank full of diesel. Yeah, maybe have an extra sweater or change of clothes, dry clothing, things like this. Yeah, because it, it was it was cold up there, you know. And he had, unfortunately, that was the one thing that we weren't prepared for. Because when we left, it was fairly mild during the day. And so a light jacket was all, you know, I had. And um, we, it got too cold and windy to sleep outside, obviously, because it's November and it's raining. So we were in the pickup and it was really cold and all he had were deer bags or elk bags and let me tell you what i love my brother snuggling with him was awkward as fuck but i'm like dude i'm freezing to death <laughs> but you do what you got to do right you're like yeah. keep your hands to yourself <laughs> so yeah i mean survival being prepared is not a bad idea you know because you never know what might happen and this is a perfect example of that. Yeah, right now, I know a lot of people are trying to stay warm. I mean, sorry, stay cool in their day-to-day in this hot summer, uh, most of us. But uh, right now, we should be preparing for a cold winter. Yes. Um, especially outside the United States. But you know what? The United States is not far behind what Europe is looking at their winter to be. So we should be preparing for worst-case scenario what if the power goes out? Yeah. What if we can't get water? What if fill in the blank? So just prepare for the worst. We'll hope for the best, uh, especially for this winter. I don't have a good feeling about it, and it's kind of setting the stage for disaster. And not, I don't think it's just this winter. I think it's gonna. This might last a while. Yeah, so. it's very possible. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, onward here. Yep. Do you want to take this next uh, headline story? Sure. So this one, I'm just going to keep it real short and brief. Okay. But uh, House Democrats propose a bill Shit. to place term limits on Supreme Court justices. Oh, nah, don't worry about it. Uh, so House Democrats on Tuesday introduced a bill to place term limits on U.S. Supreme Court justices in a bid to restore balance to the majority conservative bench. Um, the bill sponsors Rep. Hank Johnson, chair of the Judiciary Subcommittee on Courts, claimed that the nation's higher court faced a legitimacy crisis. Five of the six court conservative justices on the bench were appointed by presidents who lost the popular vote, and they are now racing to impose their out-of-touch agenda on the American people who do not want it, he said in a press release. So they're all pissed off because of Roe versus Wade <laughs> and all of these things that the Supreme Court has done, um, and they're sitting at a, it's a six to three conservative versus liberal. Um, basically, what they're trying to do. So this is under this is what the bill is. It's under the Supreme Court Tenure Establishment and Retirement Modernization or Term Act. A new justice would take the bench every two years and spend 18 years in active service. Staggering term limits with nine justices means there will be vacancy every two years, allowing each president two appointees per term. 
the justices who retain office would assume senior status. The new appointments would happen in the first and third years following a presidential election as the sole means of Supreme Court appointments. Justices on the current bench would assume senior status in order of length of service as each new justice is appointed. The term act would also preserve judicial independence by ensuring that Supreme Court justices who assume senior status remain fully compensated members of the federal judiciary for life. So what are they trying to do with this? They're trying to pack the courts. They want to, they want to get out um, Gorsuch, Clarence, or not Gorsuch, she's, you know, um, Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito. And so that's what they're looking into. Is, and most likely John Roberts. I don't know how long he's been on the Supreme Court, but, um, you know, what they want to do is, so you think about that, there's not going to be somebody exiting every at least for the for a while right um it's going to take at least 18 years for this to catch up with itself so in those in the meantime in those 18 years you're going to have a new supreme court justice coming in every two years and that's nine more in the next 18 years that's nine more supreme court justices that are going to be added Mm -hmm. and of course this would start with joe biden and I'm sure that they would get Alito and Thomas out of there right away. So, um, you know, that this is very dangerous and it's corrupt and it needs to be stopped. They need to just leave the Supreme Court alone. It hasn't been, I think the last time that they did anything with this was, I know it was in the 20th century, I just can't remember when. And they added another seat. Um, But yeah. I think you're right, though. This is is tantamount to court packing. It's basically what it is. Terrible. And you're going to end up with a bunch of liberal-ass judges in there that are not upholding the Constitution as it sits. They're going to be interpreting the way that they think that it should read. They're trying to corrupt it it and control the system. Terrible. John Rader says FDR. I think he might be right. What's that? Oh, FDR did it? The 1930s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Russia... I know it's been a long time. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, world news here. Russia unveils large-scale military exercises in East, signaling force strength unaffected by Ukraine. Russia has announced its plan. it plans to hold large-scale military exercises in a far eastern district next month. As Reuters comments on of the planned drills, they will be held thousands of miles from the war it's waging in Ukraine. A Tuesday Defense Ministry, ministry statement said the military's ability to conduct major drills remained unaffected by the special operation in neighboring Ukraine, a war which is now six months in. So Russia bolstering its uh, current standing. Very interesting there. So they're doing that. And we see this as well, Andrea. China deploys troops and tanks to Russia. International war games scheduled for next month. Despite tensions in Ukraine, China will send troops and tanks to Russia for the International Army Games next month. China's People's Liberation Army made the announcement on Tuesday that its delegation of troops attending the 2022 International Army Games in Russia has left via train. So they're, according to the Russian Ministry of Defense, 
275 teams representing 33, 37 nations and regions have confirmed their participation at the IAG, which will run from August 13th to the 27th as scheduled. More um, war drums. And this is, so the, just yeah. uh, the countries that are involved in this, it, it appears, is Iran, India, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Azerbaijan, Armenia, and Venezuela. Isn't that interesting that Venezuela is participating um, in the IG? They're, so they're basically the War Olympics. I'm surprised they didn't get Kimmy to join. Venezuela will also host a sniper competition during this year's games. That sounds like fun. <laughs> Holy mackerel. There's so, um, this is yeah, the BRICS. It, it, the BRICS nations coming together, doing their war games, getting ready for war. Exactly. Um, That's exactly what we're seeing. We're seeing the setup for mackerel. World War Three. Yeah. So and we could see gonna... war this winter, literally. Like, anytime you see war games and these kinds of things, what happens a month later? What happened with the coronavirus? What happened with the pox? What happened with all these things that we see? War games, and then it happens. War games, and then it happens. We see these happening and it's concerning because it could roll right into the real deal yeah absolutely and i think that we're going to see that year and what you're seeing right now is the um powers coalescing into bigger units and what you're going to end up having is nato versus bricks yeah this is what this is going to turn into there's no other way around it um yeah. And it's scary. Yeah, hopefully, you know what? The West does not look like it's in a very good position. I'll have to say it, to be honest. Hopefully, if things go completely uh, sideways, kinetic between these alliances that are forming, we're, we're not completely crushed and destroyed, and uh, they don't uh, basically completely annihilate the West and uh, maybe they just fix things and say, all right, everybody back. I think that's a pretty rosy outlook. I know, but... (laughs) Quite honestly. It's like... I think... You know, honestly, that's why I'm considering, you know, if if shit gets real here, I'm like, Brazil, here I come. But (laughs) it's not going to be any better in Brazil. I don't know. If, If not, it'll probably be worse in Brazil before it's worse here potentially but not you know it's hard to say right i mean i don't think not any really. of us really I mean, know because the poorer countries and things generally crash first uh i don't know that i would say that brazil is any poorer at this i think you're thinking of venezuela um i, I don't think brazil is any more poor than what we are at this point honestly i think they might be in a better position than the united states quite frankly i don't know and I don't know. I just find it. I don't think it's. I mean, I think no matter where you go, it's going to be. That's probably true. World War. No country will want Americans. <laughs> That's true. Karen's right. Yeah. Except maybe Canada, because they're kind of in a worse position. No Americans want to go to Canada. Well, That's the problem, though. <laughs> I mean, no offense, Canada, but you guys are not any better than us right now. You know, we're both so, kind of sitting, you know, a, we're sitting next to each other in this. Yeah, we're kind of both in the same boat. Like, there's no benefit for us to go to Canada. And it's, let's face it, it's colder up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't mind Canadians coming down here, though, I'll tell you that. 
I love Canada. I wish, you know, I've heard that British Columbia is one of the most beautiful places on the planet, and I wish that I could go there and see that. Um, and I'd love to go to Canada. Unfortunately, I'd, I'd love to go to a lot of places that I don't think I'll ever get to see in my lifetime at this point now. You know. Right. But, yeah, um, Trudeau and, and is not trading Trudeau for Biden or Biden for Trudeau is not of any benefit to any of us. Like, I don't think it would matter. Yeah. We're all in the same boat. With anyway. all this um, war stuff developing, World War Three, which I think is current, we're, I think we're in the midst of it, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. I don't remember who talked, I think Josh might have talked about this, or I don't know, but we talk about, you know, is it World War Three? World War Three started in 2020, all this kind of theory and people kind of giving their opinions on this. Well, I will say that the lines, there's no, like, official start of these things when it happens. When uh, World War One started, they didn't say, oh my gosh, the World War One started yesterday. They just were dealing with what they were dealing with. And then in retrospect, when you're looking back or in hindsight, you say, oh, wow, World War One kind of started right here. Yeah. And this was like maybe the main event that triggered everything, and we'll so we'll just say that date, and then until this date, like so you know what we could be in the midst of World War Two right now, and we could have been for two years when they initiated this uh, biological attack, or maybe when they initiated the psychological warfare. Who knows? But there will be like one thing when you look back in history that will indicate like this is when things really escalated, and we'll attribute to the beginning. But nonetheless, we see these things happening, and we saw. Uh, prime ministers resigning, right? Or uh, we saw Boris Johnson, we saw Italy, we saw um, Sri Lanka, and right away we get the globalists taking over, coming in and, and putting in their puppets, right? Um, and we still see these protests happening all over Europe, all over the states, Canada, everywhere. I mean, maybe not prevalent day to day right now, but we have seen it, we continue to see it, especially in Europe right now. So, uh, it's interesting that uh, things are turning over and the globalists are just trying to desperately put their people in and maintain control and say, you know, stop protesting. It's going to be bad for you, threatening their people, all this kind of stuff. So we're yep. continuing to see that. True. Meanwhile. And I, you know, just to clarify, I don't sure. think it's any worse or any better in Canada than it is here. That's not what I was trying to imply. Okay. I just, I think it's, I think it's the same. Like I said, trading Biden for Trudeau wouldn't benefit I, me in any way. I think it's worse in Canada. I don't bit. know. I, I, I honestly, I think that a lot of Americans are just blind to what's happening. You know, yeah. I think that, I don't think it's any, I don't, I honestly don't think it's any worse because there's a lot of stuff happening here in the United States that we just it's simply close. don't hear about. It's close. But, like, they can't yeah. travel province to province. They are, um, they could be fined a million dollars or jail if they get somebody sick and don't quarantine. Oh, yeah. Maybe There's that's like, true. They have crazier stuff going on. Yeah. In slightly. But, but I think I the don't blue, think other than on. the, yeah, we're definitely not. I think that it's it six, one half dozen or the other. In my yeah. opinion, as far as that goes, maybe, you know, a little bit different as far as the quarantine stuff, just because their provinces are set up a little bit differently than our states. I think we're operating off the same playbook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So, on that, from that point of view, I think you're right. And 
hopefully we all pull together. It'd be cool. Maybe we could unite. Maybe we could unite one day. We'll be lucky if we come out of this united in any way, shape, or form, even the states. True. And that's my opinion. Well, I'm a pretty lucky bastard, so you know what? There's hope. I know, you've got me as a co-host. I know. Look at us. I mean, <laughs> come on. Um, uh oh. So that one is, I don't know what it is, but I've got Globalist Takeover. Oh, I, I, I just, we pretty much talked about it. I'm going to move oh, okay. to the next one. Okay. We got, uh, how serious is the war in Ukraine? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zelensky had a photo shoot with uh, Zelenska. Did you know his wife is Zelenska or something? Zelenska Zelensky? Yeah. Well, that's weird. I think. I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me. But I think I was reading something. I was like, wait, Zelenska and Zelensky? Well, I know that she just came to the U.S., I believe. Wasn't she welcomed at the White House, like, last week? I don't, I don't remember that. I think so. Really? It didn't really make headlines because it was her and not him. I read stories yeah. about her, but are you kidding me? They literally got Vogue photo shoots. Yeah, that's a pretty scary war, right? I mean, man. And what's up with the back? Is that John Podesta in the background? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Hitler or something. <laughs> I mean, who? that's kind of weird, though, honestly. Like, who keeps pictures on their couches? Yeah, it's almost like they wanted it. It was exactly. set up. Yeah. I wonder That's who that odd. is. It's probably like his Nazi grandfather or something creepy. Probably. Um, He's. Yeah. This isn't normal, people. Look at no. this. How freaking weird is this? This To me, this is very disrespectful. If this yeah. was a real war, this is disrespectful as shit to me. Oh, look at that. They've all removed their Azov Nazi patches from their uniforms. Yeah. Isn't that funny? This is rude. This would be... If I was this guy, mm -hmm. I'd be so offended that they're there to take a photo shoot while we're dealing with war. This is... They're just... not really dealing with war, I don't think. I mean, that's the thing. is It's pretty much Russia going in there. And, I mean, on some levels, yes, it is war, obviously. But um, despite the amount of money and the the amount of um, equipment we're sending, these people are woefully under um, prepared for any of this stuff. Yeah, they're scared. They don't have the equipment they need. It's not getting there. Russia's destroying it as it comes in. So they're scamming the world, and they're more concerned they with optics and yes. perception and psychological warfare and laundering. That's how it looks to me. It's sick. It is sick. And I'm standing with you. I'm standing with Taiwan now. So let's keep. <laughs> stand with anybody. I don't. I stand know. with myself. I actually not. My family. Just joking. Yeah, I, I stand with Andre Andrea's family. <laughs> I stand with Vince. <laughs> Thank you. So, what a joke. Yeah. Anyway, uh, do you want to the, talk uh, about the health stuff? Sorry, do you have something yes, on that? No, I was gonna. I was moving on to the health stuff. The uh, I don't know if this is gonna happen or not, but they keep putting the headlines in. It says Biden regime ready to declare public health emergency due to monkeypox. The HHS secretary says that the concern level is a ten out of ten. So, in the total United States, with you know. Uh, how many millions of people or billions of people? 
3,500 people have monkeypox. I think that's like and, 0.0001%. Right. Less, and so, know. and it's a shingles-like disease. It's, Probably nobody has died from it. Nobody. I think in the world, we might have seen a couple or a few. Three or four. Well, nobody in the United States has died from it. Right. So, um... It says two sources familiar with the internal discussions told CNN the Biden officials are working on naming a coordinator, but they have not yet settled on an individual to help coordinate the federal government's response to the outbreak. Um, from Becerra, he said, we should absolutely be concerned 100% because we have not had monkeypox the way we have seen it now. We don't want it to become a part of life. And so we have to stay ahead of it. And that's what we've been trying to do since day one. Um, they've got about 300,000 vaccines ready I bet for a little more than 3,000 cases. That's 10 times or 100 times the amount. of. So what are they expecting? Uh, they're expecting it to probably go out of control like uh, COVID, where it's uh, doubling cases every day and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. So, and um, they're they're gearing up to call this health crisis right before the midterms is what I think they're doing. Yeah. They're getting used. They're getting people used to the idea that this is going to happen, and that it won't come as a surprise when they roll it out. They're trying to lock us down again. Yep, hundred uh, percent. And then as, we've just got a string of deaths. Yeah, so. it's from these. Freaking jabs. Everyone knows that the data's out there. Doctors are blowing the whistle. Everybody is privy to this. Even people that were not before are now. They're taking these jabs and then they are having heart issues. They're perfectly healthy. They're, you know, in their 30s or 40s or even 20s or teenagers. They take the vaccine and then, oh, I need heart medication. Oh, I have shingles. Oh, I have this. I have that. What the fuck? Yeah, we all know it's the vaccines. Uh, popular Nigerian actress collapses and dies unexpectedly at the age of 48. Rest in peace. We're sorry. Another victim. They're not They're not releasing her information another, of why she died. Another victim of, I think we all can safely assume, yep. the Fauci pokey. Yep. Um, top chef Alum dies unexpectedly of a heart attack at 46 probably the same situation here let's face it it does happen but you know what when it's happening over and over and over and over again we all know what's happening here three young doctors die unexpectedly at small hospital just days after fourth covid vax mandate yeah they all died within the same week this is genocide. i mean it's just ridiculous this you're talking ridiculous. about you know, and the the sad part is, is that the um, this is in Canada, so it's a, at a Canadian health facility, a Canadian doctor's office hospital, and the hospital was like, "Oh, that's unfortunate," and they're not even putting two and two together as far as the vaccine mandates go. I don't. They are, and maybe they don't have a choice. You know. Come on, I don't think anyone's that stupid. Yeah, I don't think that either. But you know, it's interesting. Because the very last story we got, and I think it's a good spot to end on because it's interesting, kind of is an Australian, huh? It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of positive. But Australian scientists reveals that COVID nineteen is a or COVID is a common cold virus. 
So Australian, right? Australian molecular and cellular immunologist, geneticist, and microbiologist Edward J. Steele said the Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 vaccines don't work as intended because the disease they are meant to prevent is a common cold virus. I've got to stress, this is a common cold virus, and 99.9% of people can get rid of it, Steele said. According to Steele, the jab in the arm can't stimulate a mucosal antibody response in the nose, mouth, and intestinal tract that is needed to neutralize the virus before it can enter cells and replicate. People are now asking why they are being pushed to get injected with something that does not prevent viral transmission and only degrades the immune system over the time. The government and Big Pharma have been trying to cover it up, but there is a lot of evidence showing that these vaccines are dangerous. Immunologists and PCR tests cannot differentiate the common cold from SARS-CoV-2 virus. Apparently, the ruling class just need to rename the flu and the common cold to scare the masses enough to the point that they willingly inject themselves with an experimental drug that can destroy their bodies. So, mother, I know you're listening to me. You have the freaking cold. Treat it like a cold. Quit telling everybody you got COVID. Yeah, I never have COVID because uh, I'll get well soon. But um, I've never had COVID, and there's no way of me knowing I've ever had it because of all the um, fake information about the freaking thing. Let's face it. Uh, I haven't even really gotten colds. So, you know what? Uh, Vitamins, exercise, eat healthy, stay positive. Don't be scared by the propaganda. All this stuff helps you stay healthy. Exactly. So, apparently, we need to apologize to our Canadian listeners. Apparently, much of what we say about Canada is not true. We are sorry. We don't know much. what? Um, What we see is in the news. I have no idea. So, apparently, it's a lot of propaganda, maybe, that's coming out of Canada that makes it sound like it's worse than apparently it is. Okay. Um, Let me know what. Uh, yeah, if we're, I, I, we don't have any more information than what we see, and what we pull. Um, I've always maintained Each of their that I do independently. Okay. Okay. I we don't. I don't know. I unfortunately, you're not taught anything about Canada in American schools. Um, I know that. They they do teach about America in Canadian schools, which yeah. is very forefront of them because they don't do that the same here in America with Canadian schools. So you literally learn learn nothing. Um, you learn the name of the provinces and where it's at on a map, and that's about the extent of it. I yeah, don't know man. anything about Canadian military. I don't know anything about the Canadian government. I don't know anything about I know very Canadian. Little. I I know very. So- the only thing that I know is what I've learned or read about <laughs> it recently. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if I've read about it somewhere, I don't have any other source of information to go off of. Yeah. So, so you know, with any information we put out there, um, but definitely, uh, what do they call it? Fact check us, if you will. And that's perfectly yeah. fine. As a matter of fact, you shouldn't believe anything anybody tells you. That is the red pill motto. Yeah. But we do want to be correct with what we're saying. So if we are getting things wrong, just like uh, you guys are, let us know. It's not and, intentional. We're not trying to bash our Canadian well, brothers and sisters by any means. I, so, you know, uh, I apologize. Yeah. So you guys could leave comments and we do see those and we could always go back and readdress things. Yeah, yeah, it would be I, cool to do a, a show on Canada. Uh, we do know we have Canadian friends and a lot of Canadian listeners, so we could. 
Uh, Jenica's so funny. She said, I learned all my Canadian stuff from South Park. Yeah, I know. You know, all I've done is I can go off of the articles that I've read, the little bit of research I've done. Yeah, you know, there's there's so good. much that's. I just want to make it very clear that I'm not trying yeah. to claim to be an expert on Canadian anything. I am clueless We're when not it an comes expert on to anything, anything. I, yeah, I'm not an expert on anything. I'm just giving my opinion, and my opinion is about as right as, you know, nothing it, else. Anybody I, I, else's. It, yeah, as anybody else's. Um, you know, I'm not trying to be an expert. I'm not trying to um, pretend like I'm smarter than anybody else or that I know anything more than anybody. I'm a, literally an average American with an average level of education. Yeah, that it's all good, I think. trying to speak up. So I mean, who's I don't I think I'm not like, trying to offend I anybody. Know, Andrea, I think you brought the point so. home. I think you brought the point home. <laughs> I'm just like ah. You brought it home. I, I don't think uh, there's any issue. Um, so I mean, with that said, we've got a lot of the day ahead of us. Um, what do you have anything uh to fi- uh leave the wonderful listeners with for the day? As we I don't, you know. Stop taking PCR tests if you're taking them. <laughs> I like that. My mom took one. My brother gave it to her. I'm like, oh. why'd you let him do that to you? I'm like, stop doing that. So she's like, I've got COVID. I was like, how do you know it's COVID? Why take a test? I think um, it could. Don't take. They're COVID. not reliable. No, it's a cold. She has a cold. And, and guess what? They have, don't they, they have? She's. Don't they have things on them that could harm you? I, yeah, graphene oxide. Yeah, so. I believe is what the swabs tap on them. Heavy metals and little things. I don't know. Yeah, creepy crawlies. I'm not going to take it. Uh, no way, Jose. Never have, never will. Uh, I'll die on that hill. <laughs> I'm not taking one. <laughs> Nate, said, Nate, you're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an expert. Hell, I'm not even an expert on American stuff. Are you kidding me? I most of the time I'm like, what? And then I got to look it up. That's funny, Nate. Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah, you guys, you can't take us too seriously, although we are genuinely doing our best to provide you all the best information according to how we see I like poking fun at things, you know, quite honestly. So (laughs) there's a good chance that I'm probably not even serious about most of the stuff I say. We say, dude. You know, I make fun of Americans all the time. We We say a lot of stupid shit. And I'm not do. apologizing. But I don't have any problem admitting when I'm wrong on something or when I don't know something. And I have For no sure. problem apologizing, you know, if I've offended somebody. So Especially, I hope yeah. I haven't. If I have, I'm sorry. <laughs> Grammar revolts like no issue at all. But we appreciate uh, any feedback. Uh, yeah. We want to hear it all. This is how we learn and how we grow. Canadians know so much about our situation. It's pretty. They incredible. make us look stupid, but then they kind of always have. <laughs> Like, everybody knows that Canadians are smarter than Americans. Some, maybe. Yeah. No, I think they legitimately are. I think their education (laughs) system is better than ours. I think it always has been. Whatever that's worth. (laughs) You may be right. Um, I think I am. (laughs) It's interesting. And they are, they generally are, they usually know more languages and stuff, right? Yeah. I don't know about now, because everything is woke as fuck, so... Yeah, I mean, everyone's so damaged psychologically. The psychological warfare has completely changed the landscape. So, yeah, yeah, maybe one day. I need to go to Canada, too. 
So anyway, you guys, we got to wrap this up. We're getting way over time. We appreciate you joining us for the show. Lots more to talk about, as always. So please tune in tonight to The Daily Dose. We're going to try to get Josh on. And it'll be uh, tonight, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, to talk about the unfolding global conspiracy news and events of the day, whatnot. And we uh, love to see you there. (laughs) We love you too, Grandma Revolt. Um, And thank you all for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed your coffee. Hope you're awake and ready to tackle the day. If you haven't already, please join socialredpill.com. We'd love to see you there. Let us know what you know. Let us know where we're right. Let us know what you love. Let us know where we're wrong. Let us know what you don't love. And we're happy to hear all of it. All right. So uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us once again. We can't wait to see you tomorrow morning where it's Thursday. I thought it was going to be Friday, but apparently this week. I know, right? How depressing is that? Yeah. uh, Guy Plus Beard broke the news to us that it was Wednesday with a couple camels humping this morning. So thank you, Guy Plus Beard, for that. Because it's hump day. Um, It's hump day. So you guys (laughs) do whatever you do on hump day and enjoy it. We'll see you soon. And uh, take care. God bless. And Andrea, thank you for being my partner in truth. You're always (laughs) such a joy. And we're just learning so much here together. I appreciate you. And I'll see you soon as well. Uh, Take care. God bless everybody. Oops.